You know how people come up with most bizarre, absurd, and outlandish ideas about God, interpretation of the biblical text, to suit their own ideology and narrative. For example, if you think about progressive Christianity or New Age theology, health, wealth, and prosperity gospel, they have all their things going on because that suits their need. It tells something about them. It tells them that they're important, they're comfortable because it provides a need and assistant to their feelings. That's why they want to follow those things. It is not the gospel. It is not the gospel of Christ that Christ preached. It is not the gospel that Apostle Paul, Peter, James, John advanced. It is entirely different gospel because it makes them comfortable. And now we need to avoid that kind of absurd, bizarre, and weird gospel that tells that they're important. It's all about them because the gospel of Christ is all about Christ. It is all about God. It is the story of God. It is not the story of man. It is the story of God. Today, I want to talk, how should we then avoid being tricked into their serrate and blind passions? How do we avoid that? How do we say no to the gospel that is not the gospel? How do we avoid being tricked into and falling prey to this new kind of gospel? How do we avoid that? Let's talk about that today. This podcast is to inspire you to think critically about issues of life and seek God. We hope you enjoy the podcast. This is the prayer of Apostle Paul to the Church of Philippi. He said, I want to pray this, that your love will keep on growing in knowledge and every kind of discernment, so that you may approve the things that are superior and may be pure and blameless in the day of Christ. This is from Philippians chapter 1, verse 9 to 10. That's it. He said, number one, May your love keep growing in knowledge and every kind of discernment. That's all you need to care. And the second thing is so that you may approve the things that are superior. How do we do that? By having knowledge and all kinds of discernment. And the third thing it says, and you may be pure and blameless in the day of Christ. Now, let me elaborate on these points. The first thing he said again, our love may grow in knowledge and every kind of discernment. Here's a proposition. It is possible and to be passionate and genuine about wrong things, morally and doctrinally. You see, many people are passionate and perhaps genuine too about their belief, their convictions. However, if you think rationally that it is not a sufficient evidence for truth. For example, you know Hitler, you know Karl Marx. They all operated from their deep convictions and and personal belief within themselves. They, their thought was, well, we want to create this utopian society. We want to create a society that's going to be better for humanity. But just the opposite happened. They did unimaginable damage to the humanity because they thought their personal belief and uh, personal convictions were right. The point is, personal beliefs and uh, convictions are not always truth just because they are yours and you love them. That is exactly why Apostle Paul is saying to the church that you have a lot of love. Love for the Lord, love for the Apostles' mission, love for the church. And he says, may it continue to grow. I'm not opposed to that. May it continue to grow. But he says, this love and passion must be grounded in knowledge and deep insight. If you don't have knowledge and deep insight, then it is possible that you'll run after things that are not of the kingdom of God. And it is a blind pursuit. It is a strong passion. You may be zealous, but you're not going to be right. You're not going to be of the truth. But 
Also remember this, faith in Jesus is not and should not be a blind pursuit. Now, strong passion for things uh, without deep insight and discernment will lead us ultimately to be manipulated and incomplete with God. We have to think about that. And we have seen this in our current culture within progressive kind of Christianity and other parts of evangelicalism that some scriptures taken out of context, for example, Galatians um, 3.28, to advance their own kingdom, own agenda. It's not about Christ. It's not about Christ's agenda. It is about their own agenda. For example, if we go back in the history, Inquisition happened, early Christian brutality happened, Catholic tradition that demanded indulgences, that demanded certificate, if you want to be forgiven, you buy certificates. All of these were the results of ignorance. In the part of leaders, they wanted to manipulate and in part of the congregation, sheer ignorance. Again, if we don't seek to know and learn from God and from His Word, we will remain clueless and false teachings will soy us in the direction all the time. That's, that's what's happening right now. You look at all the current culture, a lot of churches, a lot of teachings, lots of doctrines, lots of interpretation, but all of them has a little bit of their own personal influence and personal opinion attached to that. And we all Christians, all those who believe in Christ needs to be careful what we hear, what we learn. We shouldn't be blindly accepting whatever the teachers, these televangelists, these teachers on, on YouTube, we shouldn't accept them just because they said it in a charismatic way. We always need to go back to the Bible, look at the scripture, and interpret the scripture properly, appropriately, with, within the context. We need to be very careful about this. Saying things like, I'm not a preacher or a theologian, does not constitute for any excuse for all Christians because Jesus said, be careful, be watchful, remain watchful. False teachers will come, false doctrines will come, and they will try to sow from the original gospel that Christ preached that, again, Peter and Apostle Paul advanced. Now, once we have knowledge and are able to discern, because this is what Apostle Paul says to the church of Philippi. You have love, but you need to be able to have that discernment as well. You should have knowledge what kind of love it is. We'll be Once we have knowledge and we, once we have an ability to discern, we'll be able to tell what is best, what is right, and what is true. We'll be able to resist and avoid the persuasion of the false teachings. We'll be able to tell the extreme baseless passion from the truth personal beliefs that are designed to make us feel good and comfortable from the objective truth of the gospel. We'll be able to tell and approve the things that are superior without caving into false teaching. We'll be able to tell what's excellent for us. We'll be able to tell what's going to be beneficial in the end for us. The purpose of all this, pursuing to grow in knowledge and discernment, is so that we don't fall prey to the baseless arguments and philosophy of this age, and that might defile our identity in Christ. That's the whole purpose. The, the, the end goal is not to simply possess and be able to discern things. It is to remain blameless and pure for the day of Christ. This is what Apostle Paul said, again, in the Philippians 1, 9-10. He says, so that you may be able to approve things that are superior and maybe pure and blameless, in the day of Christ. That was the intention of Apostle Paul warning, admonishing that church. Now, for us, that admonition remains the same. Because, especially now, 
There are a lot of things they, they say it's about you, it's, it's about spirituality, it's about being comfortable, it's about being relevant to the society today. Yes, we need to be relevant, but not compromising the gospel. That's not how we remain relevant to today's society. So we need to question and be skeptical about the new kind ideas which rejects the ancient fundamental uh, truth of the gospel. We need to advance and have new programs in the church, and we need to be able to advance the kingdom of God and find new ways to do it. That's okay, but nobody should compromise the original gospel that Jesus preached. Bible doesn't need people. We need Bible. People need Bible. So again, I remind you that our goal is not to simply possess the discernment, but to remain blameless and pure for the day of Christ. So, but there are elements of darkness that will deceive us, that try to deceive us. Jesus warned us. That's the plan of the Satan, right? To keep us from being saved in Christ. So he will do everything in his power to persuade us from that truth that Jesus preached. And we must love, but the, that love for the society, love for the other people, love for our culture should not be compromising the truth. It should be grounded in the gospel, grounded in the word of Jesus Christ. So I want to encourage all of us today. Don't blindly pursue things investigate, be skeptical a little bit. That's okay. Skepticism is not wrong. It's a useful tool if you use it correctly. And then persuade yourself into believing Jesus, not the man, not the people. People aren't wise. People aren't always right. God is always right. Here, here are four things you need to ask yourself. Number one, is your faith in Jesus simply the result of somebody's personal influence, like preachers, televangelists, or your own opinion, you say, well, it's right because I think it's right. My heart says it's okay, then probably it's okay. Is that your own personal opinion? Or is your faith in Jesus influenced by your commitment to learn from the scripture? You need to be honest about your assessment. And the second thing is, have you abandoned and misrepresented the truth of the Bible in order to be relevant to the current culture in the name of progress? That's what United Methodist Church did. They wanted to be relevant, and they wanted to be within the context of today's culture in the name of progress. But it's okay to be progressing. There's nothing wrong with that. But then you shouldn't compromise the gospel. We need to accept all people in the church, but then we, we're all sinners. So we shouldn't reject anybody. So number three, have you manipulated someone to follow you because it is compatible, again, with the cultural narratives. We need to stay away from cultural narratives. If culture tells you it's okay, then it, it is probably not okay for your faith. And then finally, will you sincerely seek to grow in knowledge and insight in order to remain blameless and pure for the day of Christ? That's the end goal. Our end goal is to remain blameless and pure for the day of Christ. I want to urge all of you. I hope this encourages you first. It encourages you to be able to learn and to seek the wisdom from Bible. Bible says the beginning of the wisdom is to seek wisdom. You need to be able to discern whether what you hear and learn is true or it's just another fad to pack the church I want to encourage all of you, and I want to urge all of you that you may be living a life that pleases God, that is Christ-centered, that you're living a life that, that God is pleased to say, you're my child. And I hope this helps you. I hope this gives you something to think about. I want to encourage all of you to seek knowledge 
and to grow in discernment and to be able to choose what is excellent, what is superior, and be able to live a life that is blameless because it matters. Your soul matters. Your relationship with Christ matters. Do not be defiled and mixed up with today's current all kind of ideas about things of this world. God said, friendship with the world is enmity with me. So stay away from the attraction, stay away from the persuasion of this world, and remain in the gospel, remain in the word of God. Be doctrinally sound, seek that pleases God. I hope this helps you. I hope this encourages you today. I hope this gives you ammunition to uh, learn about more about God and ammunition to defend what is true of the gospel and then reject all that is from this culture. Okay, You need to be careful and deliberate into leading a Christ-centered life. I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you.